You are listening to the Create in Yom podcast, where we'll be talking about language, literature, and all things English, as well as various media and the arts. The show is brought to you by One Hour Proofreading, the fast-growing online human proofreader startup. I'm your host, B. Fernandez, coming to you from the Philippines. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the show. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, we are. And I'm excited for this episode. You know, you guys know. I right? mean, yeah. It's your turn. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm excited thing. for this episode because in this one, we're going to talk about tabletop RPGs. So, yeah. ring a bell for you guys. I mean, I know D&D. It yes. does, yeah. D&D is the first uh, thing that comes to mind, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for mm. our listeners, just in case they don't know, let's, you know, let's broaden the picture a little bit. So, mm-hmm. I remember a couple episodes ago, we talked about role-playing. And mm-hmm. especially role-playing when it comes to fiction or fan fiction. Um, mm-hmm. Video game writing. Yes, yes. Yeah. Video game writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tabletop RPGs. Uh, they're basically the same thing, but you add pen, paper, and dice. That's basically okay. it. <laughs> I remember the dice part. Oh, yeah. The dice are a huge part of that. And the most <laughs> cosmetic part, yeah. really. The pen and paper friends. part, I do not get so much. So I kind of get it? To explain that. Yes. Uh, can you guys so, explain yeah. it to me? Because, yeah. Um, let me... Let me shift to something a little more familiar. Have you guys watched Stranger Things? No. No. You guys haven't watched Stranger Things? <laughs> yeah, it's not oh, my man. thing. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the only time Retro I saw Tabletop RPG <laughs> was in Voltron. Like the, like the recent animated one. Oh, Legendary they were, Defender. They had, yeah, they yeah. Had, yeah, they had like a D&D episode in it. Oh, that's in the like, community. Yes, Community was amazing, that episode. I love that it was, it was such a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> so I brought up Stranger Things because one of the most popular games that they played in the series was actually Dungeons & Dragons. And not just Dungeons & Dragons, oh, yeah. but the first edition. And there were some it's basically something you would expect from the words Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, yeah. You sit down with a couple friends, and you have a person who is basically the storyteller, aka the, the dungeon master. Mm-hmm. And they direct the flow of the story because it, it's very essence. Tabletop role playing is a storytelling mm-hmm. activity that you play mm-hmm. with your friends. They direct the flow of the story, and everyone else they come up with their characters. And their mm-hmm. flaws and their strengths and mm-hmm. their stats specifically, their statistics, like how strong they are, whether they're magically inclined, um, how uh-huh. agile they are when it comes to battle. And that's where Does the dice the dungeon master decide that too, or are they like set set rules for that? Like the like um the it stats really de- in it, it really depends on the system. Like when it comes to huh. Dungeons and Dragons specifically. Um, oh. How your character is skilled in a certain skill set depends on the class that they pick. So whether they're oh, okay. or age or. Oh, this is the one with yeah, like yeah. druids. 
Yeah. Okay. I was wondering why yeah. just why just no one did like a hundred on everything. If they oh, if they got to pick their own characters, yeah. right? That's, thank yeah. you for explaining that. Like, I didn't understand that. Yeah. Because there are rules. There are rules when it comes to tabletop role playing, but it again it depends on the system that you're using. So a lot. I guess the, the same way, system, like in video games. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, they like, follow the same. You have a set. Yeah, you have a set number of um, points that you assign to stats, stats but you can't exactly. Yeah. Max out on stats when you're still just the beginner, yeah. right? Like, like for example, some mages certain. have a cap on their yes. HP or something like that, but they have yes, like yes. a higher, higher cap for magic, exactly. something like that. Exactly, okay. and it works okay. like tabletop role playing too. There are rules that you have to follow, mm. and it's the dungeon master who is responsible for reminding the players of those rules. So, okay. when well, also directing the story. Exactly. Yeah. So the okay. dice come in when it comes to, um, let's say you're in a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, and okay. you're in battle. The dice come in when you have to fight it out with an enemy that the dungeon master brings forth to the table, literally or you know mm. figuratively. They can use figurines. They can place. Oh yeah, I remember on the these. Table. That's why it's called. Can they like show there. something on their phone <laughs> as, a, as like a monster? Or something? Oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I mean, figurines okay. used to be the norm, especially in the eighties. Uh-huh. But nowadays, you could just flash a picture to your friends, and they get the uh-huh. idea. Scary monster. Yeah, I've seen like digital Dungeons okay. and Dragons maps. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited uh-huh. for that because we're gonna talk about that later on. Ooh. Okay, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool though. Like how it made the shift to. Digital, digital tabletop RPGs. But yes, um, where the dice come in is when you have to calculate your, um, or rather, roll the dice to gauge your chances at defeating this thing. So, for example, okay. if, you, if you need to chances. do a strength-based attack, or you need to do a uh-huh. magic... Exactly. And that's what makes it so exciting, right? I kind of um, have played a game like this, but it's just... Like, imagine... How you have your combat video games, but a tabletop version. I forgot what it was called. Like you have your own figurines, and they have your yeah. Um, the dice when you're going head to head. Wait. So, so like there's that aspect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so even if you have high stats, you can still fail because of the chances. Yeah. The dice. Y- yeah, I mean there is a chance uh-huh. you still fail regardless of how good your stats are. That's what makes it exciting uh-huh. and scary at the same time. Yeah, more of the scary part. How hard you succeed or how hard you fail, that's going to be Uh the kind of scenario that takes place will be painted by the dungeon master themselves. Mm, For example, if you're if you're a paladin, say you know Uh like a a character who depends on melee strikes to um, Uh defeat the monster or the creature, but you Mm. failed miserably, the dungeon master can say something. Like, after a crappy role, the dungeon master can say something like, so, you confront this monster, but then you trip on your feet, and your weapon clatters oh. to the ground. I remember and this from episodes of Big Bang Theory. They kind of do this. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Huh. And, you know, it's That's amazing. That's kind of fun because, to play with, though, if you're the dungeon master. Yeah, especially when you're with a close group of friends, or even with people who you're not even close with uh-huh. or familiar with, but who have the same passion uh, uh-huh. 
uh-huh. towards um, tabletops you do. And it's really uh-huh. exciting just to see that kind of synergy taking place because it's all on the uh-huh. spot, in your face, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I mean, this was this how... like the memes I see on Facebook, like with, you know, with paladins mm-hmm. failing to defeat a monster and then the bard does a, gets a lucky roll and then the yeah, the, yeah. the dungeon master just mm-hmm. goes like the bard and the monster ends yes. up falling in love with the bard <laughs> something like yes, that yes yes exactly exactly um okay that's i crack fine. up at those memes too because uh D memes are on a whole another level like i know this uh-huh. one meme where the scariest line that the dungeon master can ever utter regardless of uh which point you are in the campaign is uh roll for initiative mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when you know mm. that something really bad is going to take place to your party <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah okay. I mean it's fascinating because this is just you know this is uh, it uses a basic system of storytelling and it's not just storytelling but collaborative storytelling and to think that how people play this was just on paper you know using paper and pencils to update their stats or their inventory and then how they play is just with the roll of a dice and the decisions of another person like an overseer mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, I, at the risk of sounding like a theater kid it sounds like storytelling improv yes yes <laughs> um it really does it really does i know there is a subgenre of role play where it's called larping live action yes. role play yes uh-huh. larping uh, I don't know why that's and excited. Definitely. But with this, there's like numbers and chance involved. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think with LARPing, the difference is there's a story set with the players. There's yeah, no chance anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's yeah. an idea of yeah. chance playing into yeah. LARP. Unlike RPG. Okay, I, I get it now. I now get why it's exciting because it's it can turn out differently. You don't have to just play this this one role it can it cannot go your way okay, okay. yes i understand mm-hmm. the, i understand the appeal now <laughs> like uh, i think any player knows especially players dungeons and dragons which is a cutthroat system that it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how good or how well equipped or how smart or how um charismatic or strong your character is it, you're always under the mercy of the dice yes and, if you get a bad role, it could be game over for your character for good. Yeah. You know? Also, and that's why people invest in pretty dice. Yes, I was going to say. Exactly. I have so many friends yeah. who have dozens of dice sets. Yeah. My friend, my best friend, it has so has much like power. Tons of, uh, tons of D&D dice sets. And they're just so pretty to look uh-huh. at. I mean, I would just, yeah. I would just get dice though. for the dice. Yeah. Because they yeah. look so pretty. Yeah. Every time I see... My, yeah. my other friends getting new dice. I want those dice even though I'm not going to use them. <laughs> yeah. Because they're, they're so, so pretty darn pretty. Nice, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, nice maybe you can around. use it for like different things in your life. Like how much budget, how big of a budget do I have for food today? <laughs> oh yes, speaking of, I used to think that with D&D, every decision is decided by dice. Is it just the fights or like that every decision is decided yeah, by dice? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, uh-huh. it doesn't have to be every single one. I do know that the combat is very dice dependent. But in yeah, yeah, that things, you get like money? side quests, yes, you get money. Um, 
it's like a regular video game. You do quests so you could get money. Wait, how do you get um, money? Side quests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how do you get the money in there? They are sorry. We're not. We're we're not talking real money, guys. <laughs> but like, how I don't I don't like. Yeah, how? Do you keep track of it on pen and paper. Do you like have chips? Money? Yes, like yes. poker? Okay, okay. So it's not poker. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not poker. Um, I was imagining poker chips. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean some. <laughs> Uh, I mean, some tabletop systems use poker chips, like a uh-huh. tabletop a tabletop system I used to GM. Like they use poker chips because I did mention that when I was GMing a tabletop campaign, it was cowboys, but steampunk. Oh, and okay. And they use mm-hmm. poker chips a lot. That kind of thing. So it really like, does depend on the system. Yeah, it makes sense also with the theme of the story you're going for. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I'm getting you know. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's really like an I mean, analog video something. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. DIY. Yeah, and DIY. I mentioned exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that, uh, especially now with what's going on in the world, I don't even need to say it, guys. There's yeah, lockdown yeah. going on mm. and all yeah. that. We don't have to say the um, panini. <laughs> yeah, I mean how that. How the type of system or how the type of hobby has evolved is just fascinating because people have totally jumped ship online and they play online. And when I mentioned the use of pen and paper, you don't have to do that anymore. When you use dice, you can roll it digitally now. But the um, dice are so pretty. You can your sheets online. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you can't roll in real life unless you live with your party mates, that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I will mention that one of the most popular series uh, online right now when it comes to tabletop RPGs is Critical Role. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I think I have, Critical yeah. But it's basically, yes, Critical Role. It's basically a group of Dungeons & Dragons players. And they play for four hours every Tuesday. Four hours, um, man. Yes, like campaigns can last that long. They can go from a couple of sessions, like a like a simple weekend, to years. I'm talking years. What of what? playing? What? The longest campaign How? I've ever taken part in lasted for two to three years. What? And it's because yes, what? I'm not kidding. Wait, not how kidding. often did you because, play it in between? Uh, every weekend, basically. <laughs> Okay, so it's like it's like writing a book basically, but yes, but with collaborating <laughs> on it. What exactly? Collaborative storytelling. Amazing though. That's great. Like this is not the first. Yeah. To to alleviate like someone else is probably thinking, no, this is not the first time I have heard of Dungeons and Dragons or like tabletop RPG. But knowing the details of the thing is just mind blowing to me. I didn't yeah. know these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three years, and I do know that critical role is. I mean, people get so attached to their characters with good reason. Like they've played with these characters, they've laughed with these characters, they've cried with these characters. (laughs) When they meet their demise, or when they get injured to the point of death, it's that sort of attachment. 
you can die. Yeah, you can uh, die. Death, permanent death depends on, again, the system that you're playing with your friends. But there are systems uh-huh. where permadeath is real. Yeah. And isn't that, like, yeah. based on the stats, the same way you die in a video game? I imagine yep. that you can just, like, you know, like, use a resurrection item or, or something. Oh, Probably depending on the system. The yeah. Okay, I mean, if okay. you have, like, a dungeon master who's pretty, petty, they... <laughs> You're 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 probably dead, man. If you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh. Like sometimes it doesn't even depend on the system. It depends on the dungeon master themselves. <laughs> like the potential for they, drama, right? Would they spare you despite an like an endless, uh, consecutive series of bad rolls? Or like would I they remember, not show any mercy? I remember some episode. I don't know which show. Like. Where someone dies, I think this is community. Where someone dies and the rest have to plead for his life. But the oh, DM yeah, was, yeah. but the DM was really petty and was like, "No, get get out of my game." <gasps> <They're dead>. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is community. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad thing when it yeah. happens to you. I mean, it's it's Dungeons and Dragons to the death, I guess. I mean, that yeah. happens a lot. Like, the rest of the party begging the dungeon master on behalf of the fallen party member. Because, it, mm-hmm. you know, people get so emotionally driven sometimes, especially after everything mm-hmm. they've been through when it comes to their quest or their adventure. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's fascinating. That's why people get so attached to these characters and why these campaigns can last for months or even years. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, and you know, I'm just still so blown away that people, even now, people who are trapped in their homes, who can't, uh, who can't meet face to face and have to constantly observe social distancing, what used to be a very in person and face to face activity, you know, it thrives in this, in, it thrives in this kind of environment. Uh, surprisingly. Because people get online to play. Mm-hmm. Like they don't let something yeah. as they don't let something as limited as physical interaction keep them from playing. Yeah, that's really play. good. They go yeah. online and they set up their system and they roll some dice online. They still refer to the dungeon master or you know, um game master for rules and all that. And it's all online. And you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. just so exciting to see that it's still thriving. It's a testament, the I guess, yeah. that we're under. It's a testament to how much people really love the game and how well the yeah. community is thriving mm-hmm. in these times. Because yeah. that's not easy. Yep. Sustaining that kind of thing is not easy. But they, they I, I would say, they shifted online almost completely, and I've seen it happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's also the I sense know, of connection that you good. get from the game. Mm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean other games don't have it. Yes, regardless of who you play with, there's just no denying that connection that you guys have when it comes to tabletop role playing, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I want to play. You're Honestly. really there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely an experience for everybody, but when mm-hmm. the time comes, I could definitely uh, pose as game master for you guys. Yes. You know? Oh, yes. Pick a system, <laughs> pick a universe, and I can set something up. It's that simple. Just say when, Bea. Just say when. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I'm gonna get my pretty dice. <laughs> get pretty dice too. That's I'm gonna get pretty dice. <laughs> That's an excuse to just like retail therapy. <laughs> Stop! It's 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 for my game. <laughs> Man, guys, I could honestly go on and on about uh, tabletop role-playing in Dungeons and Dragons, but we're unfortunately short on time. We could talk about it again, maybe talk about different systems apart from Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh, I would be into that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure like some people, a lot of people, a lot of people listening right now would be into that because Bayer definitely gave them the RPG bug now. Because now we want to, yeah. like, th- this is a whole new world. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you do want to check out how these things play out, like, even pre-pandemic, you could um, watch people play on streams or YouTube uh-huh. videos online. It's I really might. I just might. Watch. Yeah. I could recommend some series here, but I have to cut this episode short. <laughs> as, a how- as a host, it's my burden. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Thanks so much for indulging me on this conversation about tabletop role playing. Hopefully, Thank we you. can come back to this. In the oh, we should. We probably mm-hmm. will. Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. Maybe by then we've, we're already playing it. Ah, oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks so mm. much again, and thank you once more to our listeners. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye.